Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked on Wolfpack. I told you I'd be bringing you multiple episodes today because of the uh, delays caused by the whole Gmail situation, whatever the case may be. And today we're going to talk the crossroads that NC State is at. Tomorrow we'll be dropping two episodes on Virginia Tech. One is going to be who they are as a team and, you know, their um, which which team has better offense, defense, special team, position by position, all that good stuff. And then there will be Ken's keys as well as the prediction for that game. But I'm going to talk to you about the crossroads that this team is at, as well as how I see this season going. I'm going to break it down into three different parts, okay? The uh, best case scenario, the worst case scenario, and what I actually expect to happen. So stick around for all that and more on today's episode of Locked on Wolfpack. You are Locked on Wolfpack. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So for the rest of the season, five games, starting off with um, starting off with Virginia Tech tomorrow. Okay. And let me take you through the, the best case scenario here in terms of again the rest of the season, what I could see happening. And excuse me, <clears throat> that'll be the first thing we go over in terms of what could happen for the rest of the season. And then we'll get into worst case scenario and what I expect to happen. So first of all, best case scenario out of these five games, and mind you, best case is that health holds for everybody, right? Because let's be honest, multiple teams that we're playing going forward, they are, you know, very similar to, to the situation that we're in. You are one quarterback getting hurt away from not being the team that you are at all. But again, we're going to assume health. We're going to assume that all the, everybody uh, plays going forward. I think the best case scenario, the absolute best case scenario for NC state is three and two out of these last, um, out of these last five games. I think that that's, that's the best that you can expect here. And when I say that, some people are going to be upset because that basically means that, you know, you would beat uh, Virginia Tech, you would beat Boston College, you would beat Louisville and lose to uh, Wake Forest and UNC, which most people would not see as a best case scenario. But here's the reality of both of those games. I don't see how we are going to put up the offensive production to, um, to possibly beat either one of those teams. Like that, and, and and here's the thing: I do believe we have the best defense in ACC. I absolutely believe that. I wholeheartedly believe that. There is nothing in me that says, "Oh man, these other defenses are you know, hey, I'm terrified of them or whatever the case may be." I don't believe that anybody in the conference has better defense than us. But with that being said, I'm I'm really and truly saying to myself, I'm not sure if we can generate anything on offense that is good enough to beat those teams. And I, I hope that our offensive production picks up. I believe it will. Um, and those are two defenses that are going to give us a great opportunity to do so. Those are two defenses that are god-awful. They are just terrible, terrible defenses. But even with that being said, we still have to go out there and make the plays. Those are still scholarship athletes. Like, in the six quarters, or in the five and a half quarters, since Devin Leary um, has been has been hurt, or, you know, was officially, was was injured, rather, 
I believe we've scored a total, a grand total of 12 points over the course of five and a half quarters. 12 points. 12 points over the course of five and a half quarters. Let, let me just run that back by you again. I'm sorry, not 12, 3, 9, 18. 18 points over the course of five and a half quarters. So this isn't to disrespect anybody. This isn't to say that anybody's terrible or, or whatever the case may be. This is just me being extremely realistic about this. And and trust me, I understand some of the things that um, folks feel about Wolfpack Media because I, I kind of see the same things. I kind of see the same things with people who are like overly pessimistic and overly like, oh my God, we're just the, the, the sky is falling every time something doesn't go right. I, I get that. But <clears throat> when I'm talking about even if this offense does improve, improving from what we are now is if you scored basically um, a touchdown per half, you would be improving on what we have now. Again, 18 points, a grand total of 18 points over five quarters. Like if, if you scored, I'm sorry, if you scored a touchdown in the field goal per half, you'd be increasing or, or improving upon what we have. Do I think that our defense can hold some of those really good offenses uh, down a little bit? Absolutely. I don't think they'll be putting up 40 and 50, but if those teams get to 30, can we get there? Can we match them? If those teams get 24, can we score 24? Again, I, I hope, it is my hope that we build confidence, we build trust, we do all the things necessary to um, make more, make things go in a way that is positive for our offense. But Tim Beck has done precious little this year to inspire that. And I, and granted, and granted, for all of the stuff that we've talked about Tim Beck this year, for all of as as horrible as he was or as has been this year, last year this was not the case. Would I say that, that Tim Beck was the you know greatest offensive coordinator that we've seen here recently? Absolutely not. We all know that's Coach Drink by a mile. Not even close, right? I don't think too many people would would really argue that. But when you go forward from that, you you look up and you say, okay, well, based on what we've seen lately, in the words of Andre 3000, you're only funky as your last cut, which basically means you're only as good as what you have put on film, put on tape as of late. And with that being said, what has Beck put on tape as of late to say, oh man, I feel good about this. I feel great about this team. I feel... I am elated. I'm geeked up. I'm excited about this offense. Yeah, I know we got to back up, but we just going to keep it rolling and figure it out. Again, I hope that uh, between Chambers and Morris, somebody figures it out and, and is, you know, able to get our offense kind of picked up and, and rolling at a high clip. I hope so, but I'm not sure. So three and two, I think, is is the best case scenario coming out of that. And I'll tell you what. You go three and two in these last uh, five games and win a bowl game. I, I don't. All things considered, if you told most folks that you were going to lose, if you told most people coming into the season, coming in, not nah, coming in, if you told most folks you're going to lose Devin Leary halfway through the season, and you're also going to win eight or nine games, I think most people would be happy with that. I think most people would be very, very happy. Like, yes. There would be disappointment and hurt in the fact that you would lose Devin Leary for the year halfway through the season. Absolutely. Let's make no bones about that part. But with that being said, 
I think most people would be happy with that. And that is, again, that's my best case scenario. If this team were to go four and one or run the table, I would be shocked. And again, this team has shocked me before. I did not expect the team to perform as well as they did last year. So I've been shocked by this team before. I've seen things from this team before. I'm just giving you my most educated prediction as to what I believe will happen going forward. And mind you, I, I, I know that some of y'all going to get upset. I know some of y'all are going to hate me. There's also a worst case to this thing that, you know, some people are going to call me crazy and say I'm being mean, but I'm just telling you exactly what I think it is, what I think it ain't, what I think it could be, and what I think it can't. So stick with me while I bring y'all that, okay? And stick with Upside as they bring you instant savings on all of the things that you buy on a regular basis. Trust me, the Upside app is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With every purchase, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. To get started, download the free Upside app. Use promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Next, claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in at the business, pay as usual with a credit or debit card and get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with Upside. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have a 4.8 rating in the App Store. So download the free Upside app. Use promo code LOCK to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code LOCK. So now we get into the flip side of, of what I just talked about because that's the best case scenario, okay? And again, I don't I don't like factoring in help because obviously, right, like if something were to happen to May Hartman, Cunningham, we're looking at a very different situation. But you never want to assume that the other team star is going to get hurt. That's a bad way to live life. Now, <clears throat> the worst case, the absolute worst case scenario that I could see is potentially going one and four down the stretch. And I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. There is no way that that NC State doesn't win at least two of these games uh, going forward. I think there is. I think there is. First of all, and I'm going to talk about this tomorrow, NC State is a 14-point favorite against Virginia, 13 and a half rather, point favorite against Virginia Tech is nuts. That is nuts. Like I just said, this is a team that has scored 18 points in five quarters since the starting quarterback got hurt. 18 points in five quarters. What are we, like if, if the line is 14 or 13 and a half rather, what you're predicting is this team to win by two touchdowns. How many points do you think will let up to Virginia Tech? Do you think it will pitch a shutout? I mean, it's possible. It's possible. That that offense of theirs is pretty bad. It's possible. But if they score at all, if they have one good drive, if they have one play where our, a corner slips or something like that, a safety slips or, or somebody has a, a lapse in coverage or whatever the case may be, boom, Katie Diz at the doorstep, that 14-point line, you might as well throw that on out the door. 
I don't think their defense is particularly good either, but I think their defense is better than they get credit for than the numbers say because they've been – I believe that their defense has played like near the most snaps in the conference. So if you're looking at um, if you're looking at that Virginia Tech game, I'm I think that NC State wins it. I I think so. I'm I'm not locked and sold and saying there's no way under God's green earth NC State loses this game. I am not going there. Not at all. Not at all. Not doing it. Not not assuming that. Not. I'm just not. I'm sorry. Call me the bad guy. Call me whatever you want. I'm just not sure that I'm willing to um, say that, you know, we'll, we'll be able to just because, again, they're a bad defense, get off a, a ton of uh, a ton of yards and a ton of all the good stuff against them. Again, if you're looking at how many yards Virginia Tech is allowing per play, they're towards the back end of the conference. Yes, they're behind Wake Forest. Sure, absolutely. But with that being said, they are – not a team that, again, you can really fairly assess in terms of, well, how often are they on the field? How often have they had to be out there for long stretches of time and all that? I mean, they, it's, and not only that, you're you're looking at a situation where as much as we like to pretend that defenses and offenses work in a vacuum and that like momentum and what you see out of your offense or what you see out of your defense doesn't matter. I am telling you as a former defensive tackle, it is demoralizing. It is extremely demoralizing. I played with a quarterback. We were in a tight game. We were in a real, real tight game. It was extremely close. And we wanted that win bad. We wanted that win just so bad. We kept getting stop after stop after stop. And the offense didn't produce. And the quarterback just kept saying, hey, come on, defense, one more stop, one more stop. And we're like, go score. Go do your part of the thing. Yes, the point of the exercise is to score more points than the opponent. And one way to do that is by not allowing the opponent to score. But you know another way to do that? You also contributing. You pouring in a little bit. I don't know. You know, nothing crazy. Nothing nothing too outlandish. You know what I mean? Getting the end zone for a little razzle-dazzle, not just field goals. Who knows? So... I think that this game, uh, I think that that Blacksburg is always, 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 regardless of whether or not that team is good, bad, ugly, indifferent, that's always a tough place to play. Um, I think we win that game. I am not, I'm not sure that we win that game. And it is, I, I know that we're not covering 13 and a half points, but the reality is the, the question then becomes, okay, so what, if you win this Virginia Tech game, then are you assuming that you will that there's a high probability that you will lose to Boston College and Louisville? And again, this is not about what I think will probably happen yet. We're not there yet. This is worst case scenario because truth be told, we have seen our defense show up game after game after game after game. Almost every unit. Almost every unit that I've ever seen, not just defensive, even some of the best offenses, have a game or two where they just, it just doesn't click. Things just aren't working. The things that they normally do well, they just, they're stinking up to join that. And our offense, to me, is, has been at times so anemic. If we have that game, 
against anybody but Virginia Tech. Like, I think that we can have that game against Virginia Tech and still eke out a close one. I don't think we can have that game against um, – definitely not against Louisville. And I'm doubting that we got that game against Boston College. Yes, they've got a, a terribly banged-up offensive line. Yep, we should be able to go through and, and run through that paper line, paper, that offensive line like wet paper towel, which most other teams in the conference have, sure. But with that being said, what should happen ain't always what does happen. So worst-case scenario, absolute worst-case scenario, there's there's a possibility, there's a world where, you know, if we see a, if we see a couple games or we see a game or two where our defense just, you know, there's just a pressure of having to do things. If we're overlooking Virginia Tech because we got Wake Forest up next or if we're overlooking Louisville because the rivalry game is after that, I, that's, that's going to be problematic. That's going to be real, real problematic. This team does not have the horses in the stable to overlook anybody. We need to be locked in week by week by week because we're we're not. And also, what do you even gain from overlooking anybody at this point? What do you gain? It's not like a, a conference championship is like right there on the line at the moment. It's not like a New Year's Six Bowl is right there on the line at the moment. So there needs to be a hyper-focus week in, week out on just beating that opponent. Just, hey, we'll get to that. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Right now, we need to win this game. So, again, this is worst-case scenario. This is absolute worst. Absolute worst. So don't, don't you know, don't tell me that I'm, I'm thinking that this is going to happen. We'll get to what I think is going to happen in just a second here. But before we do, I've got to tell you about our partners at Nissan, and they work to create the segment Thrilling Moments. This week, we're going to sit Thrilling Moments out, but trust me, we're coming back next week with either a great moment from Wolfpack history or a great moment from tomorrow's game. Who knows? Who knows? Only time will tell. Um, this is a segment that has been inspired by the thrilling new designs uh, featured across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles. Pursue what thrills you in the all-new Frontier, Armada, or Pathfinder today. Available now at NissanUSA.com. So we're about to land this thing. But I told you about the best case scenario. I told you about the worst case scenario. And here's what I think actually happens. Okay. Now, obviously, what I hope would happen is that, you know, we would figure it out and offensively we we find the spark, find something. You know, Dibby gets back healthy, Jordan Houston is healthy, and we like just figure it out and just say, you know what? Screw it. We're gonna run the ball down everybody's throat. Nobody's gonna stop us. And, and we turn into just like this monster running the ball. That'd be great. Or if, if you know, Jack Chambers sparked up a little bit of that magic that he had at Georgia Southern and just start launching that thing around the world or more shows us why everybody was scared and leaving when he got to town. Sure. But what I think will happen um, is actually much closer to the best case scenario I pitched earlier. I think that this team will have enough, just enough, to get by in, in um, three of the games that we have coming up. Um, I, I think so, but I think the safe thing to say is, is two and three is, seems more, seems more, um, likely here, but honestly, I'm, I'm a, I think we can get three done. I think we can get three done. And just to be very real with you, if we can get three done again, it's possible. It's, it's possible. 
it's very possible with the way that our defense looks. If they hold up against uh, Wake Forest, if they hold up against uh, the boys in baby blue and our offense figures out something and, and gets a spark, I mean, who knows? Who knows? I, but, you know, that's just my that's just my belief there. But I, I believe we win three. I believe we win three of these games going forward. And trust me, my best case scenario is different from what I said could possibly happen is in the realm of possibility. Because, again, I don't want to, like, bank on things that I have not. This offense has given me no reason to believe that they'll, like, figure it out at a high level. Um, but I believe that they can still win three games, three of these games, without figuring out at a super high level. So, again, it, it, if they do, that'd be great. That'd be amazing. I'd love to be wrong, and we'll see. But that's just my take on that. And, folks, thank you so very much for coming out today, Wolfpack Nation. Don't worry. We got two episodes covering Virginia Tech tomorrow. We're doing offense, defense, special teams, who has better units, as well as Kenton's keys, predictions for the game, all that good stuff. Thank you all so very much for coming out. Y'all make this show what it is every single time. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. You are locked on Wolfpack. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 